Shalom. Welcome to Parsha Perusal. This is Pastor Sam from Northern California. And today we're going to be looking at Parsha Achare Mot Kedeshim. Achare Mot Kedeshim. And it's found in Leviticus 16.1 and it goes through Leviticus 20.27. 20, this particular Parsha is... Uh, going to be talking about, uh, at least the part we're going to be talking about, the preparation that uh, Aharon, Aaron, the high priest, needed to have before he went into the Holy of Holies. And uh, so we're going to be talking about that. Before we do that, why don't we go ahead and pray. Father God, we just ask right now that you will give us understanding of this Torah portion this morning. Uh by the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, give us understanding of this Torah portion and uh, through your Ruach HaKodesh. We thank you and we pray this in Yeshua's name. Amen. All right, so we're going to be looking at Leviticus 16, 1 through 5. Now, this is right after uh, Aharon, Aaron's sons, had uh, offered profane fire before the Lord. And what had happened is God had given, them, given uh, Aaron a very specific recipe that he had to follow of incense. Um, and, uh, you know, when he would come into God's presence, uh, there was a certain recipe that, uh, of, of the incense that, that was made up that they had to burn that particular incense. You couldn't just burn any incense when you came into God's presence. God had told Aaron uh, what he needed to do. Well, Aaron's sons uh, had gotten drunk and they came in with their own concoction, their own kind of incense, and they burned what, it, what was called uh, profane fire. So if we look at Leviticus 16, 1 through 5, it starts off uh, referring to that. Now the Lord spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron, when they had offered profane fire before the Lord and died. And the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron, your brother, not to come at just any time into the holy place inside the veil before the mercy seat, which is on the ark, lest he die. For I will appear in the cloud above the mercy seat. Thus Aaron shall come into the holy place with the blood of a young bull as a sin offering and of a ram as a burnt offering. He shall put the holy linen tunic, tunic and linen trousers on his body, he shall be girded with a linen sash and with a linen turban. He shall be attired. These are holy garments. Therefore, he shall wash his body in water and put them on. And he shall take from the congregation of the children of Israel two kids of the goats as a sin offering and one ram as a burnt offering. Now we're going to stop there and talk about this section, this uh, these scriptures real quick. So remember once again, that Aaron's sons had gone in with strange fire. They had not followed the rules and they had been consumed. They were completely consumed, uh, they believe, where, uh, you know, there's some debate over this, whether there were bodies left or if they were just completely consumed and they were gone. And and the issue was they had come into the the glory of the Lord, into the presence of the Lord, uh, in their mortal flesh without uh, being obedient, 
without the right incense, without the smoke that would go up from that incense that would protect them basically from the glory of the Lord. And, um, you know, their disobedience is basically what killed them. They didn't obey what God had set up. So now the Lord says to Moses to tell Aaron not to come at just any time into the holy place inside the veil. He, you know, God's telling Moses to say, hey, your brother can't come in whenever he wants to. He needs to come in when I'm saying he needs to come in. Um, it, it says, uh, you know, if, if Aaron, basically it's implying here that Aaron needs to follow the rules that God has set up, that he can't just come into God's presence whenever he feels like it. Now, the issue here is uh, the issue of sin. Um, you know, there are people today that say, um, God cannot be in the presence of sin. And I've always said to people, no, it's quite opposite. Sin cannot be in the presence of God. It is God's mercy and his grace and his love that allows interaction with, with people, us, us sinners, uh, people in their mortal flesh. Sin cannot be in the presence of God. That's why God set all of this up in Leviticus is so that he could have a relationship with his people without them being consumed. Because by our very nature as humans, we have sin. Um, we have mortal flesh, which basically means we have bodies that are in the process. Um, this is going to be encouraging, but in the process of dying. Um, and that all started with sin uh, when Adam uh, sinned against God. When Adam fell, uh, the sin basically became part of our DNA, or you could say began to destroy our DNA. So, so God is basically trying to protect Aaron here and all the other priests from suffering the same fate as Aaron's sons. And so he, he, he tells Moses to warn Aaron not to just come in any time. Also, it says that Aaron shall come into the holy place with the blood of a young bull as a sin offering. He needs to come in with an offering of blood already... Uh, um, sacrificed for himself you know so he comes in already basically covered by the blood of this bull as a, as an offering because there has to be blood uh, for there to be uh, forgiveness for there to be cleansing uh, for there to be uh, you know for sin to be forgiven uh, or atoned for there has to be blood and so um, God says to, uh, to, that Aaron shall come into the holy place with the blood of a young bull as a sin offering. Um, also, he needs to come in with a holy linen tunic, uh, linen tunic and linen trousers on his body. He shall be girded with a linen sash now, um, and with linen turban he shall be attired. Now, these things uh, were uh, designed, these linen tunic, tunics and trousers were designed to kind of be anti-sweat, you know, again, you know, the, the, uh, you wouldn't sweat as much or your body wouldn't sweat. It, it the sweat would easily get, you know, get the, basically the, the, uh, the product of our bodies, whether it be sweat or, or whatever is unholy before the Lord. It, it's, 
It's something of the flesh. It's not something of the spirit, and it's unholy before the Lord. And so all of the things that the priest would wear were designed to keep him holy when he came into the presence of God. Whether it be, you know, I, I mean, I'll tell you what, you know, some people sweat when they're nervous. I would certainly be nervous coming into the presence of God. And that smell that your body gives off when you're sweating is is repulsive. And, um, you know, just think about that kind of attitude. I know this sounds, you know, really petty. This is God we're talking about. But it's not at all. God wanted to let Aaron know how important all of these things are. Now, here's the thing that um, I want to talk about with us. Because many times today, people try to... Uh, reproduce this when they come before God. Um, now, I can understand that from a non-believer, a, a Jewish non-believer, or somebody who is just reading through scripture, and they say, oh, you know, I want to be pleasing to God, so I want to make sure that, um, you know, I'm pleasing before. Now, first of all, let me say, there is no tabernacle or temple today uh, that has been sanctified and made holy to worship God. Um, that does not exist yet today. Now, uh, we do believe in prophecy that a temple will be rebuilt. So there is really no way for us today to do these things for the purpose of being acceptable to God so we can worship him. Um, but that's the point <laughs> for us as believers, see, because uh, Jesus, Jesus came, Yeshua came, and he fulfilled the requirement for, uh, as it says, this bull that needed to be killed, that, that Aaron needed to kill and have the blood of that bull before he went into the holy place. Well, Jesus is our sacrifice. He came, he gave himself so that we, uh, would, we would be righteous. And, you know, there was these specific clothes that had to be worn and, and all of those things. Well, Jesus also is our righteousness. He's, he's our, you know, basically we are clothed with his righteousness. Um, if you look at Hebrews, it says this, Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, Yeshua, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are yet he never sinned, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, unmerited favor, that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. You and I can, can come boldly to the mercy seat, to the throne of grace. Why? Because we are covered. First of all, we our sins are removed by the blood of Yeshua, and we are covered, we are clothed in his righteousness. So we can come straight into the very um, throne room, so to speak, uh, right before the mercy seat in heaven because of the work of our great high priest, Yeshua, who has already passed through the heavens. See, he gave his life for us. He was the sacrifice and the atonement for all of our sin past, present, and future. All sin. It says he died for all sin. You know, there's people today that say that, G that Yeshua only died for the sin of those who were going to be saved, that God had planned before that they were going to be saved. But in scripture, 
it says that Yeshua died for all sin. So uh, now that doesn't mean that everybody is, um, unfortunately, <laughs> that doesn't mean that everybody is going to heaven. There will be people still who go to hell. But what that means is that everybody's sin has been atoned for. If they receive that free gift of salvation, if they choose by faith, just like it was by faith back then, that they trusted God and believed God, and Abraham, it was accounted to him. His faith was accounted to him for what? Righteousness. So Abraham got to come into God's presence. Why? Because of faith. And, and that's true for us too. Our faith in the work of Yeshua is accounted to us for righteousness. And that means when you and I pray, when we, when, when we talk to God, when we are in God's presence, when we are walking in the Spirit, we can come to the very throne of grace, the very mercy seat in heaven. We can come right into God's presence. We can come, how? By the blood of Yeshua. And we can come because he is our great high priest, makes intercession for us. He, it, it says he ever lives to make intercession for us. What, what an incredible, what an incredible privilege we have. What an incredible honor we have been given that we can come into the very throne room of God today. Not down here on earth, not a, not a temple or a, or a tabernacle down here on earth, but the one in heaven. And, and so this is something to just be so joyful about. Um, but we also need to remember how holy God is. If, if Aaron was required to do all these things and the people of Israel were required to do all these things, it, 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 is, it shows us, and, and we should be so grateful and thankful, it, but it shows us how holy God is and how much our Messiah, Yeshua, our Savior, has done for us in allowing us to do that. We should never come. We should never come. Uh, we, we should come boldly, yes, but we should never come with an attitude of, you know, where we're taking it for granted. We should never do that when we come before the Lord. We should always come in humility and in gratefulness, thankfulness, and the only way we can come into God's very presence is through the blood of his son Yeshua. And to do that, you have to accept and receive it by faith that free gift of salvation. That is what, is, that is what God asks us to do. Um, it, it may sound strange to some. It may sound weird. It may sound like how could just declaring something in faith save you? But scripture says that you know, if we if we confess uh, our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Well, that's something we should be doing all the time, even as believers. But it also says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Yeshua, the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And it goes on to say that for with uh, confession, um, you know, comes that righteousness as we confess. And it's something God has set up. He's made it so easy for us to be holy, for us to have that relationship with God. So I want to encourage you today to, if you have never entered into that relationship with Yeshua, it doesn't, see, see, here's the thing. Aaron was, yes, the high priest. He was the chosen high priest. And, and his sons were also chosen to be high priests. But these two sons, they're, lineage didn't save them. 
you know, them being of the lineage of Aaron didn't save them. When they disobeyed God, they were consumed. They were destroyed. And I want to say that right now, that our lineage, whether it be our Jewish background or you might have might have come from a family who were uh, good Christians and always churchgoers or whatever, you might come from a family that were good Jews and they kept everything as closely as they possibly can, but that won't save you. That won't save us. Our good works do not save us. You know, keeping God's command as well as we could, but, but you know, but we're still not going to do it perfectly. That won't save you. It's only the blood of the Lamb of God, Yeshua, who takes away the sins of the world. The sins of the world. Notice what it says. Who has taken away, who has removed the sin of the world. That's what Yeshua did for us. He removed our sin. It is only by faith and trust in him that you and I can be right before God the Father. If you have never trusted in him, make that decision today. Make that decision today. Trust in him. Just believe and trust that his work on the cross was enough, is enough, is sufficient. Dayenu, it's sufficient to not only cleanse or cover your sins, but to remove them as far as the east is from the west. Because God set that up. It didn't come from man. It's not man's cleverly designed uh, stories to destroy Judaism, like like some of the some of the Orthodox have said, are man's ideas. It comes from God. Man could never come up with something so crazy. Only God could come up with something like this. And so receive, receive that grace, that unmerited favor. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. You know, there's so many passages in Scripture, uh, even in the... the um, even in the Torah and the Tanakh, where it talks about God taking away the sins, God removing, a time when God would remove the sins of his people from them. So today, don't wait. Make a decision to follow Yeshua. And when you're ready, let me know. I would love to talk to you. If you have any questions, if you want to uh, contact me, uh, there's ways that you can contact us through Haray Yeshua. Or, you know, um, you know, just if you have any questions at all, or if you want to tell me that you've received Yeshua, I would love to hear from you. So have a great day. And um, let's go ahead and close with a blessing from Aaron, the high priest. It's a blessing, actually blessing the people. The blessing's really from God, but Aaron would say it over the people. Yevarecha Kadonai Vayishmarecha Yair Adonai Panavelecha Vehunecha Yisa Adonai Panavelecha Vyasem Lecha Shalom 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. B'Shem Yeshua HaMashiach, Sar HaShalom. In the name of Yeshua, our Messiah, the Prince of Peace. Amen. Shalom and Shalom.